jobs, 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 and hobbies, work, 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 and play. Welcome to another episode of the Jobs Podcast, where we talk about jobs. I'm your host, Nathan. Let's meet today's guest, Armin. Welcome to the Jobs Podcast. What an honor to have you here. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. So I bet you're like in the middle of your day right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But um, it's th- that's the fun thing about this podcast. I know that like when I talk to someone about their job, they've probably just recently been doing it or they're going to do it soon. And so it's very fresh and you have lots of good insights to share. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I'm actually still in the middle of work and it's been a very long day. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your long day to, to talk with us. Um, but Armin, can you tell me what your job is? Absolutely. So my job title is commercial operator. Um, I work in energy commodity trading industry as a commercial operator. Um, crude oil or refined products, once they are produced and they are on the surface, uh, they are treated like any other commodity, like gold, silver, or anything that has value and people can buy and sell it in a free market. Um, That's the type of industry I work in. Wow, so it sounds like um, you have some similarities to um, my dad's podcast, the David Geologist podcast, and Kevin Pollock's um, podcast. He was a, a reservoir engineer, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, I'm a petroleum engineer too by education. And in grad school, uh, my focus was petrophysics. So I work with a lot of uh, geologists uh, like your dad. And uh, um, basically, what Kevin and your dad do is part of a big division in oil and gas industry called upstream. And once the crude oil is produced, it moves to midstream and downstream it's where a lot of transportations happen and a lot of change in the quality of crude oil which happens in the refinery and that's the downstream part of oil and gas industry i'm mainly on the downstream side but it was really cool to listen to your dad and kevin um reminded me of a lot of stuff that i studied back in undergrad and grad school that's awesome what what so what got you interested in this field from the from the start? Um, well, I grew up in Iran uh, or Iran, however people want to say it here. Uh, the correct name is actually Iran, uh, not Iran. But I grew up in the <laughs> south of the country, and it was actually very similar to Houston or the state of Texas, uh, very uh, oriented by, we're very much related to oil and gas. Uh, we, I remember when I was a kid, we were driving from one town to another and I saw oil wells uh, on the side of the road. And that from the very young uh, age, it really got me into uh, just my curiosity. I really wanted to know what the process is, how um, they find oil how they drill it and once uh, the drilling is done uh, what happens after that and i've been fortunate enough to kind of see the entire cycle of oil and gas uh, from the time that exploration happens then drilling production and once it's produced it goes to refinery and um, 
as I said, it's a trading commodity. So people buy and sell it and either make money or lose money. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been great to just go through the whole cycle. If you if you pinpointed your passion um, for it, what would what would be some things that like stick out to you as like this is what I find just so awesome about it? About my job? Yeah, like what what are just like the things that you're like this is the reason I do it. This is um and like just like cuz from I would just imagine like when you're a kid and you see the oil wells on the side of the road in Iran like you're like wow, that's like such a big um it's such a big production and like I don't know, it's always fascinating when there's just like so much to learn about something. So I'm just wondering like kind of like what makes you tick and makes makes you interested in it. Um, yeah, as you said, I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting, it's a very dynamic and complex industry and the scale of those projects are just huge. Um, but the, the key and the most important part of it is the, the impact that it has in people's lives. Um, energy, um, we all need it. And as we speak, uh, crude oil and natural gas are the dominant sources of energy for us. Um, just the, how impactful it was in people's lives, uh, really, um, I found it fascinating and really exciting and wanted to know more and learn more about it and just be part of that industry. Talk to me about your personality as well as just things you're good at and how that kind of ties into the job you do. Man, I'm still trying to actually figure out my personality type on the Enneagram. Um, I've read a book and uh, to be honest with you, I still can't pick which one I am. I'm either a one on Enneagram, which is perfectionist, either a three, which is achiever, or eight, which is the challenger. Um, but the things that really connect my personality to my job is, um, the, the current environment that I'm work that I work in, it's extremely fast-paced, a um, lot of uncertainties and unknowns, and uh, we have to be able to respond quickly and make the decision very quickly. A lot of unknowns, and I really enjoy it. I I never get bored, and um, always have to perform at highest level. Uh, the other part of it is it's a very diverse environment. I remember when I joined Shell Trading, the team I worked with, we had people from Argentina, Brazil, the Netherlands, Mexico, Germany, UK, Middle East. And I was like, this is awesome. This is great. Just being able to work with these people. Um, so all of those together makes me really enjoy my job. That's awesome. I really resonate with um, just multicultural um, environments as well as I, I really like what you said I, I actually say that a lot too about um, my own the own my the own um, the things that I do like if you're not bored it really helps the day go by <laughs> quickly and it's a lot more enjoyable um, oh absolutely we have days that like we just need a break from all the changes that are happening and those changes could be anything. Um, somehow our business is also tied to the stock market. So you can imagine how things changing quickly can impact the price of crude oil 
or all the geopolitical stuff that happens around the world and that can impact the price of crude and really impacts our jobs right at the moment. So um, sometimes do the things that make us like our job, like constant changes at days, we just want to have a break from them. So <laughs> absolutely. So, so Armin, if you were to walk me through your day and say like, I'm a fourth grader, so I don't know technical terms. What would you, how would you describe um, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so um, as crude oil, when, it, when the crude oil goes to a refinery, it uh, basically in a in refinery, we turn crude to different products that we use on a daily basis. One is gasoline that we use for cars or jet fuel that we use for airplanes. Um, basically the the fuel and the source of energy for all these engines to run. Um, my specific area is called fuel oil or bunker fuel, basically the um, energy source for ships and vessels. Uh, that's where I work in um, mainly. So on a daily basis, every day I usually start by managing the inventory. Uh, what's inventory? Inventory is where we store those products. So I usually check the level of the inventory, making sure everything is where it's supposed to be, and basically uh, make a few phone calls and see where we are with operations because our job is basically 24-7. Um, just because it's weekend or it's late at night, the, the movements are not going to stop. So checking inventory level, making different phone calls, uh, making sure the schedule is where it's supposed to be uh, because we have different customers that come and buy those products from us and everything happens on a timely basis. So if one customer is delayed, it will cause delay for all the other customers as well. Uh, a really simple way to imagine what we do is uh, imagine a floating gas station um, that there is a gas station cars go there load their cars and uh, then move on uh, basically the same thing happens on water uh, we have a floating gas station that stores fuel for these vessels and each vessel comes one at a time and loads the product and my job is to make sure first of all the schedule is on time and also i manage the quality of those products. Um, another way to describe my job is that I'm actually a blender, fuel oil blender. Uh, blending is a very simple concept. My job is also to mix different products. So uh, those tanks and inventory that I mentioned, uh, these products, they have different qualities. So I mix them to get a better product that fits the need of those customers. Nice. So well, like the, you do a lot. It's amazing. Like you, you can have be just friends with someone, and you don't really, you don't know what they do, and they, and they, and you do these jobs day in, day out, day in, day out, and some of the people closest to you just don't really know what you're doing in that time, and it's it can you could be saving the world. You could, but you're doing. It sounds like you're doing like complex things. If you weren't there, showing up for your job, weren't responsible, there could be pretty like bad consequences. At times it could be very complex, but uh, it's also very time sensitive. Uh, as I said, because it's a 24 seven job uh, type of operation, sometimes I get a call at 
3 a.m. and an operation that was supposed to go smoothly, there are some problems with it. So right at the moment, we have to come up with a solution and try to find the problem, uh, find the solution for problem that we're facing. Like, is it kind of foggy though? If you're, if it's 3 a.m., are you able to find good solutions or just get some coffee? Uh, I've had good days and bad days, so <laughs> it depends on the problem too. Yeah. Um, Armin, I want to, this is a left, left field question. Um, what's the craziest thing you did at a previous job? You don't have to name any names or anything, but, um, or maybe Ooh. something that happened, you know, just something Interesting. really juicy. Oh, I really have to think about that. You know, you didn't ask this question from any of any other guests you had, so I didn't prepare for that question. Do you know where I got that question, though? <laughs> nope. Um, oh, Kelly, yeah. Oh, God. She, she yes. was like, this would be a fun question to ask guests. So Kelly Finley was a previous guest, and um, and uh, <laughs> she Why am I, I not surprised? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will answer that to her one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you got to give something. You got to give something to our audience. Maybe, maybe not that, but um, tell us something. Just like the most interesting thing um, that's happened at your job. Um, let's see. Mm, not the current job, right? You can say any job, yeah. Okay, so around four years ago, I was actually a business owner. I had my own business, and I was a private uh, tutor. Uh, so a uh, few of my clients, I got really close to them, and I attended their baseball game. Uh, they were high school students, and it was the year that uh, Second Baptist High School won the championship, the state championship. So that was it was just cool to go there and watch these kids play and win it. And... Nice. So, um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you have, like, uh, connections, but then you just get connected to other things you would otherwise not be connected to at all, and you get, yeah, you get to see something cool. Oh, that's cool. Right. It all um, started as a business and customers, but then it quickly turned to friendship. So that was pretty cool for me. That's, that's, that's great. Um, so I want to know if money didn't exist, would you still do the same job? Yeah, I knew you're going to ask that. Um, <laughs> and I've been thinking about it since you started the podcast. Uh, I still don't have a solid answer for it, but the best way I can explain it is the type of work we have and the type of industry we work in, uh, people are judged by the amount of value they add. And here, the value is directly tied to money and dollar. Uh, even my job title is a commercial operator. So at the end of the year, the question is, how much were you able to add commercially? Um, I really like my job. I really like the, the environment and the industry I work in, but if, uh, money wasn't there i would probably quit and become a teacher because i love teaching that's funny also because um the the three energy and gas um guests i've had 
all kind of have like teaching as something interesting as well for them. So maybe you just love learning and teaching if you're in the oil field. Probably not everyone, but it's interesting trend. Interesting, yeah. Um, so I also wanted to know, um, just like what are some things you would tell people if they are interested in your field, but you were trying to like maybe scare them off a little bit to to just say, hey, you got to be really interested because there's also these certain things that maybe make your life more difficult or um, not so fun. A lot of times we see a job and we're like, oh, that looks just so fun, but we don't see the good and the bad. We just um, only are looking at like the, the, the positive. So what are what are some of the tough things about your job? Yeah, it was just fun for the first few days. After that, uh, really realized how challenging it could get at times. Um, I would say for this type of work, if you're not comfortable with constant changes and surprises and risk and uh, the speed of the work, uh, that industry is probably not for uh, you, I would say. Uh, I've worked in other types of jobs that if you get an email and someone needs something from you, it's okay to respond in two days. Uh, in the type of work we do, sometimes people need answer in less than an hour or 30 minutes. So um, if you're comfortable with a very dynamic, energetic, and extremely fast-paced environment, and uh, as I said, those constant changes and the um, risk and just facing unknown if you're comfortable with those then yes definitely give it a shot um and uh, yeah i think in trading worst? more than sorry in trading more than being comfortable with numbers it's also those soft skills that matters more huh okay so just kind of communicating with people yeah yeah communication maybe, is everything maybe having some decency and just politeness <laughs> um, that's true but not very common <laughs> not very com what what um what would be the worst thing that would happen if you didn't answer your phone in, a, in an hour and um like besides like the fact that like someone could get fired if they neglected their work what would be the worst thing in a business sense for the business if if you were not responding quickly right a simple example is like for example when there is a vessel that carries our product coming to a terminal to discharge that product because we have a contract with that vessel, uh, we have to pay them. Now, if there is any delay, uh, depending on the time of the year or the top of the vessel, that delay is gonna cost us money. So let's say hypothetically, a delay is gonna be 24,000 per day. So that basically means $1,000 an hour so if someone calls me and I don't answer the phone for two hours, that just cost my team and myself and my company $2,000 um, just because I wasn't able to answer the phone or I didn't have the right answer for them. So things like that um, sometimes makes it a little stressful. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I like hearing like some of the some of these examples. So. Um, Switching over, unless there's other things that you um, wanted to add, I was wondering about what hobbies you have. Hobbies, interesting. Um, 
one of the hobbies that I really enjoyed the past couple of years is 3D puzzles. Uh, I'm not sure if many people are familiar with them, but 3D puzzles are just a great way to um, recharge and just um, enjoy your time with yourself. Those who are introverts fully understand <laughs> where I'm coming from, but 3D puzzles are one of my main hobbies. I've just put them together. It's very similar to 2D puzzles, but then um, there are ways to give them an angle and make it like a 3D building or something. Um, two games that I really like are Backgammon and Mancala. And Backgammon, interestingly enough, you have a 100% winning record, right? <laughs> Me? Yeah, you played Love. backgammon once only, and you beat right. a good friend of ours, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, I did, I did indeed. Yeah, it's, it's that's that can't last though if I play if I kept playing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she wants <laughs> to beat you, ASAP. Um, but apart from these games, I'm also very interested in just the topic of finance and investment, and also. Uh, global economics, um, these topics really excite me and I have a lot of interest in those as well. Nice. So what's the last 3D puzzle you did? Um, the last 3D puzzle I did is uh, that tall building in Dubai, Burj Khalifa. Um, it, I think it's still the tallest building in the world. I'm not sure which one has the record, but that took me eight hours to put together. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you see any connections between your hobbies and your job? Um, yeah, because both of those games, Backgammon and Mancala, you have to have a really good strategy. Um, they are very strategic games. And also just finance, investment, global economics, um, a lot about numbers and kind of... Uh, commercial um, mindset. So yeah, I do see a correlation between my hobbies and uh, my job. Nice. So is there anything else you're just dying to share or would be you'd want to share before we before we close? Mm, I would say so because I went to school to engineering school, I thought that uh, I'm an introvert and I have to work in a very um, typical engineering job. And uh, uh, what I'm doing now is totally the opposite of what a typical engineer would do. Uh, what I would say is to your audience is um, just sky is the limit. Don't let anyone or anything limit you and your skills and ability. Um, try different things and find out what you like to do. And at the end, this verse, I really like it, Proverbs 14, 23. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So just keep working hard. Um, never stop trying. And God will provide and bless you with what the desire of your heart. Those are great words, Armin. I appreciate that. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing a little bit of your life with us. Great. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Do you or someone you know work in an industry that everyone should hear about? Or is your hobby too good to keep to yourself? 
reach out and let me know by going to wire slash feedback. That's wyr.es slash feedback. See you next week.